0: This is the East Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the East Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com, breaking down districts 5 and 6, week in, week out in the state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey, Joined as always by Sean Kane, our East Idaho expert. Sean, what's up?
1: You know, I <laughs> I got your email and I also got emails from TurboTax and I'm hey, I'm like, "Hey, let me get through basketball before you do taxes, okay?" That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, like, I don't need TurboTax emailing me, but anyways, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for boys basketball. It's kind of got me like uh, revitalized and pumped up.
0: Yes, uh, it is going to be such a great time now that we're into both girls and boys basketball. I think I've said before on this prep cash Sean, but like basketball is my favorite sport to watch. Uh, it's my favorite sport to play. It's my favorite sport to broadcast like, yeah, football's great and everything. And I love football, but, but to me, football is like a, like third, like to me, it's basketball. And then I'm a big baseball fan and then football. So this is like my Nirvana hoops Nirvana.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I would say I'd be basketball and then, and then football. Cause you know, I'm a big bulls fan from, you know, the golden era of basketball, the late eighties, early nineties. Um, Right. <laughs> That's a whole nother prep gas. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, you know, the girls, you know, they start girls and football still kind of, you kind of forget. So girls just starts and you're like, all right. And then the boys start and then, man, it's, it's winter sports is going.
0: <laughs> yes well this is our boys basketball preview uh where we're going to basically go through all the classifications kind of give you some teams players that we're keeping an eye on maybe go over a couple of early results and then next week we'll be back into a normal flow of talking about boys and girls basketball some wrestling um, but it's going to be just boys basketball today as we do our preview uh, we are uh finishing up our boys basketball previews on the website idahosports.com we're missing i don't know Four or five conference previews still, um, but by the end of the week, all of the boys basketball previews will be up and running. Girls basketball previews, of course, have been live for some time. We do have the preseason coaches polls for both boys and girls basketball. Every conference in the state we will be referencing those throughout the show today. And then, Sean, if you go to the homepage to IdahoSports.com right now, there is tons of wrestling coverage.
1: Yeah, I was just reading. I was just reading one. Um, I was reading the foray right, and just reading all the people that have national stuff not just what they did in the state of idaho what they've done national that's a uh, that's super interesting you guys got to get in and uh, read that for sure idaho's
0: got so many great wrestlers that are doing big things on the national stage as you said So we've got uh previews for every classification in wrestling we've got a girls wrestling preview we brought back we just made it live it, like Five minutes ago, before we came on to do this podcast, Sean, we brought back the individual rankings per classification, the top six in each weight class. That's going to spur a lot of debate amongst the wrestling fans, uh, but that's what, I mean, we're so glad to be able to bring that back. That's been a huge staple of what we've done in the past with wrestling coverage, so... Yeah. Super excited for all that. And then, uh, tonight, Sean is our, uh, the launch of our new wrestling only podcast, the Matt chat prep cast. <laughs> I'll be joined by a cavalcade of wrestling experts as we, as we break it down and interact with the fans. It'll be every Tuesday night at 8 PM mountain time. We'll go live every Tuesday night on the IdahoSports.com sports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account. You can still catch it the next day uh, or through audio only means the following day as well as uh, a friendly reminder. That's how you can consume this podcast uh, on the Idaho sports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page. If you want to watch video or uh, audio only at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. All right. Got all that promotional fluff out of the way, Sean.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Why not? I mean, but there's just tons, so it's it's good. And there's you know, wrestling's like tennis, there's the team and then so many individual weight classes, right? So there's there's a lot of lot of stuff to dive into per se.
0: Yes. So let's let's do our boys basketball preview. You know, when we did the girls preview, we went from 5A down to 1A D2. I'd like to go the opposite way today if that's okay does that sound all right sean
1: yeah i mean of course i uh prep my stuff to go the other way but thank you
0: (laughs) well i wanted to i wanted to uh tip the cap to uh obviously we have a couple of defending champions from east idaho hillcrest which we will talk about in due time but but rockland you know rockland is the defending 1a d2 boys basketball champions and i think they've got a really good shot i mean hillcrest obviously has a great shot to repeat as well but i think rockland has uh equally as good of a chance so i figured we'd start with rockland and then work our way up through the classifications so at the 1a d2 level in the Rocky mountain conference, this is a nine team conference. Rockland was the overwhelming favorite in our preseason coaches poll. They bring back Teague Matthews who can jump out of the gym. They bring back Brigham Perman, all these great athletes that we've seen over the years in football and basketball. And boy, Rockland's just going to be tough again.
1: Yeah. I, man, you know, they do awards and um, you know, like for the best team of the year and, and with different medias. And I thought that Rockland boys basketball team should have won the best team of the year in Southeast Idaho personally without it been my vote because they were so dominant last year and uh it, there's not a whole lot of change. <laughs> so that's, that's going to be, that conference is going to, you know, I think be rock, rock heavy. And um, then you've got a lot of interesting other kind of teams in there. You know, you have water Springs, which is fairly new, new Grace Lutheran is always competitive um, show ban, um, is always good. And my favorite, I always like Mackie. I don't know why, but I just always have like this. I like Mackie to do well. And I, I couldn't tell you why, but it's just, I like always seeing Mackie up there and they're good as well. But man, it's, uh, I think it's a, you know, two through two through nine is a fight for second. And when it re- went really, cause you've just got all these teams. And I think that's what makes Rockland really good is you get to compete in a big conference. Um, and that, and that helps.
0: Yeah, if there is a team that could could maybe knock off Rockland, it, it would be Water Springs. They were picked second in the poll. Uh, David Canfield is back. I feel like he's been there for 10 years. He's been He's one of those guys that's just stepped in since day one his freshman year and been a fantastic player. They have Drew Plocker uh, playing as well. A new head coach uh, for Water Springs this year, Evan uh, Bindenagel. Uh, we'll see how he does. Longtime coach and athletic director Scott Moe left for a job in Billings, Montana. So it's kind of a new... Almost a new era across the board at Water Springs this year, um, but we'll see what Coach Nagel can do there. Grace Lutheran, you mentioned, was picked third in the preseason poll. Uh, Jeremy Hess is a great coach for the Royals. Uh, ben Hess was an all-conference guard a year ago. Uh, fourth and fifth, to me, were pretty interesting. ban. They're kind of the mystery team. You know, we don't know a ton about show. We know, we know they've got players. They always have players, oh, uh, yeah. new, new coach. They seem to turn over coaches a lot. I'm not sure who's coaching the team this year, Sean. I, I have not been able to find that information anywhere.
1: So, um. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know either. And it's a new head coach, right? And the, yes. the, gr- the girls was a new head coach, but I don't, I didn't really see where they had a new hosting for the for the boys head coach but they've you know they've always got some electrifying players out there and um they you know the show band's always involved in some of those scores that are like you know 80 something to 23 and uh, they always are able to put up points so we'll have to see how they uh finish finish out there in that conference
0: for sure, Mackie is led by second-year coach Scott Yearsley. Uh, last year was his first year with the minors, and that was his first year of basketball coaching. Period. Sean he had been a longtime basketball referee and kind of dipped his toe into the coaching waters, and I thought did a great job. So uh, we'll see what he does in year two. And then the bottom half of the the preseason poll: Ledor was six, North Gem seven, Taylor's Crossing eight, Clark County nine. The problem that all of those schools run into is numbers. Right, a lot of these teams have six, seven players, maybe total while those teams, you know, the top Rockland, Grace Lutheran, etc., maybe have bigger numbers.
1: So. Yeah. And in, in those smaller teams, you're, you know, one injury away from kind of your season being, being in, in a tough spot because there's just no one else, you know, it's we're always like next man to step up, but some of those smaller programs, there's no next man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, North Gem in particular lost their entire starting five to graduation. So you know, could be interesting for Coach Corda and company there in Bancroft this year. Let's move up to the 1A D1 level, the High Desert Conference. This is a, a three team league. Um, pretty straightforward with the coaches' poll. Grace was picked one, Butte County picked two, Chalice picked three. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with that, right? All these guys we just saw get to the championship game in football for grace you know dallin draper and titan anderson and ty gilbert are all play basketball for a grace team that got to the semifinals last year at the 1a d1 state tournament coach rory lloyd's bringing back a lot of good players at grace
1: yeah grace on athleticism alone could get the number one spot i think for my vote you know just athletically why is there just going to be a tough a tough uh a tough team and Butte County also, you know, they had a good, they had a good football team. A lot of those players are going to come back and play there. And, and Chalice again, is a, is a a numbers game too. I I think they have a hard time getting the numbers out sometimes for the Chalice team.
0: Yeah. Chalice has a new coach this year. Um, Butte County led by head coach Mindy Gamet. And then, you know, some of their key players are Logan Gamet and Corey Gamet. So it's a gamut affair uh, at Butte County. Uh, To me, they're they're a step behind Grace, though. You know, Grace lost one significant player. It was Gray Gibbs. their six foot, eight inch center last year. Um, But they've got some, you know, Draper, six, four, Titan Anderson, six, two. I think Grace is going to be just fine. And so it'll be interesting to see how Grace goes throughout the season. Uh, Unlike the football team, we've got our eyes on Grace. (laughs) we are watching.
1: (laughs) Well, we kind of we kept we kept watching Grace, but you still you just don't. You know, there's not a lot of coverage of Grace. They don't I don't know what media source picks up Grace. You know what I mean? And they're kind of missing out, to be honest with you. There's a lot of interesting stories. You've got some really good athletes that could compete, you know, at any level. Um, So, you know, if you're a news outlet, find that Grace number. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm telling you right now, Ty Gilbert is such a fun point guard to watch. I got to watch him at state last year. Um, he He's, he's a fun one to watch. So keep an eye on Ty Gilbert, the point guard for grace as well. All right, let's move on up to 2A. Let's start in the Southeast Idaho Conference, District 5 because Bear Lake has been on a on a run in what the last 10 years. They've won several state championships under head coach Brandon Carlson. It's not uh, you know, it's not what people would call pretty basketball. They pretty much man up play defense and they had a lot of games last year that were in the 40s and a couple that were even like in the 30s, but for Bear Lake they're okay with that. They're kind of a gritty, hard-nosed defensive team. It's, it's all the same players that we've seen for the last several years. Brady Shaw, Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Beersford, Brand, uh, Keaton Carlson.
1: Uh, you say a lot of the names together in football. And then when it comes to basketball, it's the same thing. We just call an assist in basketball.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, their their entire starting five, and all played football with uh, Beersford and Shaw and Tayson Neal and Carlson and Bryson Crane.
1: And and we covered them a couple years ago and it was all the same guys and they're still here. (laughs) And it's just a gritty, it's just kind of a gritty tough team and they, they make you work hard. And you know, a lot of teams like that, it's a defense. If they, they know if they can keep a team under 40 or 50, they know their record is really, really good there. And Bear Lake is one of those teams.
0: Yeah, Bear Lake was so injured at the beginning of the season last year. They, they started slowly out of the gate. Uh, they had a lot of players that were injured. Um, they seem to be relatively healthy despite going on as deep a run as you can in football, right? They won the championship not very long ago. So um, we'll keep an eye on Bear Lake this year. They were picked to win District 5. Aberdeen was picked to finish second, Westside third, Soda Springs fourth, and then Malad fifth. What, who do you think is the the team that is best positioned to challenge Bear Lake?
1: Um, you know, I I like Aberdeen. I like Brody Beck. I like I like what they have there. They have a really good a core guys. Again, the same thing. They're going to transition from football, and um, they had some battles in football. And I I can see Aberdeen doing doing it. And Westside is good too. And the team I kind of think is flying under the radar. Soda Springs is a good team. They have um I. I'll butcher the kid's last name, but I believe he had a sister that played too at Soda Springs. But they, there, there's always like these kind of core people in Soda Springs that have some good basketball. And, you know, Century uh, girls basketball coach Chris Schuler, he comes from Soda Springs and kind of that coaching tree of people. Um, and so there's always some good basketball in, in Soda Springs. It's not just the, the water that's bubbling. It's the, the teams as well
0: yeah so soda springs uh ryan yamauchi is the head coach there uh ret yamauchi uh and i hope i'm saying that yeah that's why i said i knew
1: i knew it was that and i was gonna let you're the name guy man i'm gonna let you do it
0: (laughs) you say you say it quickly enough nobody knows um yeah right so uh, yeah ret yamauchi um for soda springs west side lost their entire starting lineup from a year ago but uh, Tyler Brown is a veteran coach uh Eli Brown Owen Nielsen are kind of the guys that are expecting to uh, make the leap there Malad has a new coach this year they were picked to finish uh in fifth place um Malad's new head coach is Zach Butler he had previously been an assistant at Pocatello high so uh, learned from some great coaches there in pokey and then i'm I'm with you I think Aberdeen's got a lot of potential with you know, Brody Beck and Marshall Elliott, Kale Adamson, J.C. Bright is a dynamic athlete. And then, Sean, this was from uh, Aberdeen played last week uh, at Teton. I'm going to share my screen. This okay. is uh, from Aberdeen Tigers Sports on Instagram. Let me
1: see here. And Aberdeen's, it just got a, a boatload of seniors, too. Like, they've all played. These guys have played for years. Uh, that's that makes that makes a difference when you get those teams that have played forever and have that experience that that translates into some postseason runs usually.
0: Yes. So for those of you that are watching the video version of this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, make your screen full size. This is this is Seth Hall coming away with a steal and a dunk. Uh, this is going to be pretty awesome to watch here. So it's somewhat hard to see, and then you. How about that? A little yeah. reverse, little reverse two-handed jam from Seth Hall.
1: <laughs> Just a normal, normal outing in at the at the you know <laughs> at the two A right. level, right? <laughs> pretty,
0: pretty legit. So, anyways, um, you you can check that out on social media as well with uh, Aberdeen Tiger Productions. Uh, Seth, yeah, Seth Hall, dynamic player. So, yeah, I'm inclined to say Aberdeen. Um, is a team that could challenge certainly as well. Uh, Aberdeen, as we said, went up to Teton last week and um, played exceptionally well. You know, they did lose, but Teton's a very good team as we'll talk about here in just a moment. Let's go to the Nuclear Conference District 6 where Ryrie was picked as the preseason favorite. This one surprised me a little bit because this has been North Fremont's league the last several years, Sean.
1: Yeah, you've got... North Fremont, which has been kind of just a juggernaut in that conference and at the state level. And now you've got Ryrie that it's kind of, they've been kind of building, gaining some momentum. And, you know, I, I think that will be, you know, you look at those teams and you just, um, you just, you just kind of see a potential where there could be some different upsets and uh, things happen, but. Um, it's, it's nice to see Ryrie kind of back in that that front running uh spot there, but I man, I, it's hard to look past North Gym <laughs> for me.
0: Yeah, I, North Fremont with Shannon or Hill North has North done, North done a North, tremendous job. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Shannon Hill has done a phenomenal job with that team. Jed Hill, Hank Richardson are some of the key guys they'll rely on. Um, Jordan Hamilton is the coach for Ryrie. Uh, You know, they've got some great players. Uh, Sterling Bybee will lead the way they did lose. Chris Kern, who was an all-conference performer for them last year. Um, And and to me, Firth is another team you can't count out. Scott Adams is a legendary coach in the state of Idaho. How many years has he taken Firth to state and and one state? Um, And again, it's, you know, uh, Burton Park and Jacobson and some athletes like that that'll be leading Firth. So I don't think you can ever count Firth out either.
1: Yeah, Firth, Firth is, seems to always, you know, go to state. And, um, and like last year they went and they lost a, a tough St. Mary's team but and then ended up playing uh, Bear Lake and going to and out, but Bear Lake took the consolation. But yeah, Firth, Firth's always always there. So you, you've got a bunch of teams in that conference that have a lot of state experience, and that stuff grows and builds culture. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see uh, – um, but I, I like that Ryrie is kind of, you know, coming back. Cause I remember Ryrie, I think had a stretch where they were, they won a few too. So man, it'll be an exciting conference.
0: Yeah. Ryrie's girls, of course, off and running, they were picked to win the nuclear conference as well. So, so how about this? The, the preseason coaches in the nuclear Ryrie one North Fremont two, West Jefferson was picked to finish third, uh, Kelvin Crouch in his second year or oh, second or third year as the coach at West J. Firth was picked fourth, actually, and then Salmon was picked fifth. Uh, A a player to keep an eye on from both teams for West J. Blake Briggs and for Salmon Heston Hagen are players you'll want to keep an eye on there. But uh, I don't know. The this could be one through four could be pretty interesting this year up up in the nuclear.
1: Yeah, you know, like I said, you know, I like West Jefferson, North Fremont, and Ryrie, and you know, right now Ryrie's got the expectations of winning, but um, you'll have, you'll have to see, you know, they, they, a lot of people think it's going to be a pretty tight conference race where any team could come on it, kind of come in and give a night and win. So, uh, it'll be exciting to see. They got a lot of good shooters in that conference for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, Firth did get an overtime win over Fruitland 65 to 64, uh, during the opening weekend of competition. They also lost by 18 to Melba and Melba is the defending, to a state champion. So that gives you an idea of maybe, you know, statewide where these teams will stack up. Ryrie is one and one as well. They defeated Malad and then lost by 11 to Teton. And speaking of Teton, let's move to the three a level where you've got kind of this battle for positioning uh, just like it was in football, just like it will be in girls basketball. Uh, it's going to be Teton and sugar Salem that are duking it out in the mountain rivers conference up there. In District Six, Sugar, of course, has the more recent championship pedigree. Sean Freeman uh, has won a couple of state titles already in his short career at Sugar. Um, they lost a lot to graduation, but we know the kind of athletes they've got. And for Teton, you know, it's the Roosevelts. Uh, Rob Hussevelt is the head coach. Uh, there's Thomas and Jerem. Roosevelt will kind of lead the <laughs> way there for Teton.
1: Yeah. And Teton, Teton, and Sugar Salem, um, they're excited, right? That they, they're, what was the ranking? They're tied for one and one, so that'll be some uh, motivation for those, for those games. And Teton already with a couple, couple pretty good wins, like you said, there over some some good opponents. And I, I like Teton, um, but you can't count Sugar Salem. And then you have, you know, West Jefferson that is still. Uh, another, well, not in West Jefferson, um, uh,
0: South, South Fremont,
1: South Fremont is there too. They like, just like in football, they were right in there. Some of those games beat some teams and they're, they're going to be right in there as well too. So again, when you get those three team conferences, throw the records, throw everything out the door. Cause you got to play those teams, um, basically four times to win. Right. So at least, so whatever you do in conference and then at least two or three times in that tournament as well.
0: Yeah, um, uh, South Fremont has a new head coach this year, Alex uh, Amini. Uh, Teton and Sugar have veteran coaches, as we said. Um, it, it'll be interesting, you know. Uh, Teton and Sugar, uh, met in girls soccer, boys soccer. I mean, they just, I don't know, this year it just seems like Teton and Sugar are destined to collide with, with everything that's going on there. So, um, we'll find out. Sugar's got some 3A opponents coming up, uh, and even a 4A in Shelly. They play Shelly this week, they play Snake River. Um, that'll be a good barometer of where Sugar Salem is in relation to Teton and some of the other 3A teams. Um, let's talk about Snake River, you know, coming into District 5 in the preseason coaches poll. It's it's another just a small three-team conference, um, but in the preseason coaches poll in this conference, it was Marsh Valley picked one, Snake River two, American Falls three. You know, Marsh Valley, one state now, it was two years ago um But they lost so much to graduation. They do bring back Stanton Howell. He's going to be the leader. Kent Howell is still there to coach. But the question is, who who else steps up to fill the gaps for Marsh Valley?
1: Yeah, and and, and last year Marsh Valley was the number one seed and went to and out, and that very rarely, very very rarely happens. So they're going to want to come back and be tough. So kind of some question marks and. And then, like you said, Snake River, you know, had a good run last year with a fourth place finish, and they're gonna be tough as well. So again, those three those three league conferences in our and our neck of the woods are 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 tough in just night in and night out, they'll have a lot of comparable games with some teams. And it's you know, we talked about this before. It kind of comes down to scheduling, I think, sometimes too in basketball. If you get a good you know, you get a get yourself a tough schedule play hard quality opponents night in night out that that will that will make a big difference
0: yeah uh marsh valley lost four of five starters so it's going to be these these bench players that are now stepping into the starting lineup bradley belknapp alex vaughn and they still have the highland transfer as well ezra godfrey who oh
1: yeah 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 he, he was a good football player too right i forgot all about him Yes.
0: um, He had a great football season and he he did play a lot last year at Highland, a 5A school. You know, he he even started a couple of games, I feel like, uh, for Highland as they were trying to find something that worked. Uh, So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Snake River, of course, uh, has uh, Bob Coombs, who went over the 500 career win mark last year. to to very little. I mean, there was, I mean, this, this was a big deal, right? And like one news outlet reported on it initially, and then a couple others picked it up later on. And I don't know, there just wasn't much acclaim there, but I mean, I don't know of any other coaches that have ever won 500 games in the state of Idaho.
1: Well, I mean, what do you, what do you have in a season? If you make it a state, you maybe have 20 something games, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if you win it, right? If you go all the way, all those games, maybe you have twenty something, twenty plus games on your record. I mean, that's best case scenario. So, <laughs> think about what that would take to have five hundred. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's yes. just that's just crazy.
0: So, so Bob Coombs is back to coach Snake River. His son Marcus Coombs. This is his, I believe, his last last child. He's had he's had a lot of children. Don the Snake River, you know. Uh, purple over the years. Uh, Marcus is the last one. I believe Luke Higginson is coming back. He's a great player for snake. To me, it's really a coin flip between Marsh Valley and snake river. And then American falls was picked to finish third. They've got a couple of seniors, Cody Mortensen, Josh Schmidt. They're going to try and lean on, but to me, this is Marsh Valley snake river. And uh can't wait to see those two duke it out. Both both teams could get to state. I think, I think.
1: Uh, yeah. And they did last year and I wouldn't be surprised. And I mean, you know, Marsh Valley was the one seed last year, Snake River is the third seed, even you know, coming out of that conference. So that's that's the one nice thing about Max Perhaps Even if you don't win the conference and you still have another bid, if you have a high ranking, um, you'll probably get it you'll probably be on the opposite. Well, I shouldn't even say that. I was gonna say you probably be on the opposite side, but that's not necessarily true. But hopefully you're on the opposite side of that team that kind of plagued you all all year and and, and make a run at state. <laughs> I had to catch myself there.
0: No, you're good. Um, So (laughs) the district champs from district five and six get to go to state for three a this year. And then who the, the second place teams from each district will play each other in a play in game. So you're looking at maybe snake versus sugar, snake versus Teton, uh, marsh versus Teton marsh versus sugar. And then after you win that, you have to play another play in game against the third place team from district three which oh, is, this prob- is a
1: double, a double. Yes. Okay. You gotta,
0: you gotta win twice to get that second bid from the East. Um, And you're looking at probably playing like Fruitland or maybe McCall Donnelly, who was in the championship two years ago. I mean, it's, it's tough. You better go win the district.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't, I, I didn't know it was a double. Cause last year it wasn't a double. Yeah. win the district. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I guess that makes that the district title important when it, when those scenarios arise for sure um yeah because they had two playing games last year and it fruitland kellogg and snake river had to play filer which filer is always a tough team out of that area as well so um yeah the the magic the magic valley always has really good uh, basketball at that 3a level There's are just tons of schools at the magic valley and 3a just Just tons of them. (laughs) Yeah,
0: definitely. All right, well, let's move up to 4A where there are no state tournament playing games this year, Sean. Not a one. It is basically, (laughs) hey, your league gets this many bids, and that's it. So let's start in the High Country Conference, District 6. Hillcrest, the reigning 4A champs. Heavy favorites to uh, not only win the High Country Conference, but I would say to win... The four A state title again. There's lots oh, of teams lining up to take their shot. But I mean, boy, Isaac Davis, you know, six, six, eight big man down low, just missed. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if you saw over the past week they went to Utah and beat three really good Utah teams. Um, like really good teams from I like I don't have a huge barometer, but someone is telling me one, the one they beat beat another team that's nationally ranked. So Hillcrest. Already three and O versus Utah.
0: <laughs> yes, so they they went down. They and Madison went to the same tournament, which which tells me Madison also thinks they've got the the goods to be a really good team this year. Um, they went down to the Corner Canyon Champion Tournament of Champions. Corner Canyon, historically very strong program in the state of Utah. Uh, Hillcrest went down, as you said, and went three and O. With wins over uh, Orem by ten, they beat Timview by thirty plus, and then they beat Pleasant Grove by six in a very low-scoring game, fifty to forty-four. Um, speaking of Utah opponents, could we get could we get Wasatch lined up to play Hillcrest? Huh? See, uh, well, see Isaiah Harwell and company.
1: They said one of those teams beat Wasatch. One of those Utah teams okay. beat, I don't know how to look that up, but you probably do. One of those teams beat Wasatch Academy, um and that's why everyone's like, for them to beat Was— one of those Utah teams beat Wasatch, that Hillcrest beat, I believe is what I heard through the grapevine, and everyone's like, was kind of wild. Might have been Tempview, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but- it was, it was. So Tempview beat Wasatch by two, and that was Hillcrest's most dominant win. They won 73 to 46 over Tempview.
1: And yeah. And Wasatch is like nationally ranked. So, uh, yeah, Hillcrest is good. And, um, (laughs) you, you forget, you feel like Davis has been there forever and he's only a junior, right? So man, they're, they're going to be loaded, but that conference, you know, with, with that being said, that, that conference is loaded with players too. I think Blackfoot, you know, they bring back a lot of people, Deegan Hale and Javante King, and they've got a really nice team. Um, you know Shelly has Austin Cannon and Nate Nelson I remember Nate Nelson from last year and I'll see Shelly tonight so I'll have a kind of a good idea from them and they've got a really good coach and I mean that conference is going to be very tough I think Hillcrest is just probably on a different level and that's you know second place is going to be kind of a a battle you know maybe between Blackfoot Shelly and um Idaho Falls and, and then Skyline too. I mean, geez, you, you know, Sky for, you know, Skyline, you know, they have a really good team as well. And man, that's going to be a tough conference.
0: It It is going to be fascinating to see who gets that second spot to state because you're right. Any, any of the other teams are, are all capable.
1: Like they uh, have the preseason. I had to go back to the preseason has Idaho Falls six, but you know, I don't think Idaho Falls is a bad team in that conference at all by any means um so yeah they have Dylan Ball and uh Ty stacker and they I, they were pretty good too and but man that's gonna be that's gonna be a battle in that that conference and uh Bonville always has a has a strong team as well but you know looking at it right now I, I think Blackfoot is probably a good second they bring lock like a lot of guys that are pretty good they had Ryan Reynolds not the actor but the player. And he's a big, tall guy, but he also can shoot from outside, from what I remember pretty well. Yes. Um, they, you know, they they only kind of lose one guy, but Blackfoot should be pretty strong. Um, it will be pretty strong too, but you know, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to beat some of those teams multiple times, and just to get a shot at at Hillcrest, and barring something crazy, I I, I would pick Hillcrest to win that conference.
0: Yeah, so Hill, uh, the preseason coaches Paul Hillcrest one, Blackfoot two, Skyline three, Shelley four, Bonneville five, Idaho Falls, six. Bonneville has a new head coach, and Eric Wood comes from Texas, I believe, uh, has a pretty impressive coaching background. Uh, Shelley, of course, Jim Coulson is still coaching there, always gets the, the most out of his guys. Um, skylight has got a longtime coach in Clint Cornish, who's one of the best around, <laughs> Coach RV at Blackfoot. Uh, Idaho Falls has a new head coach this year and Greg Guza, uh, there's just really good coaches in, in this league. So yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Let's go to district five where, uh, only one playoff bid to state available. Uh, last year, of course, Pocatello, Preston century, all duked it out all season long. Uh, Pocatello was picked to win the conference in the preseason poll. Preston was picked second century picked third. I guess I can't really disagree with that. Pocatello is the reigning district champ, right? They got all the way to the championship game last year.
1: Yeah. And Pocatello picked up uh, the player from Burley, the 6'10 gauge Octavius. Oct- Oct- I'm, I'm probably butchering his last name. He's 6'10 guy from Burley. He was pretty good last year. He's worked a lot i saw some film on him and he is he's pretty dominant 610 player um and he's there so now you have julian bowie and the 610 gauge at pocatel high school and it'd be hard to pick against that combination right now they are they're pretty solid but the comparison would be uh pocatel and preston both played bishop kelly this past week bishop kelly the number one preseason pick out of boise out of the conference there and both pocatello and press and beat them handedly um and so that's pretty good and then you know <laughs> and i know coach ryan frost would just love for me not to say anything about century but they beat timberline and timberline's got one of the highest recruited tall guys in aj lebeau and i don't know i'm i'm taller than most people on century's team but century's got a core of guards that are really good with luke pantea and Elias Blackhawk and uh, Richie Bull down low's not bad, and Chari H- Horrocks, they're they they're, they're – I'm going to tell you, it, you, you know, you had to drive far, you know, in the snow and play a scrappy century defensive team. You, you don't want to do it. <laughs> so um, that conference is going to be good. And then Preston, we know Preston. Preston, you know, you got Jones coach there, coaching legend, and, you know, they've got – Hobbs and his son drew Jones and those two guys are are phenomenal and Preston always has five or six guys that are six two and can run and shoot threes and man, they're gonna be good too. so that conference good luck day in and day at night, but right now, I think with with that transfer that pocatello got, I mean that kind of puts them a little above because neither Preston nor century really has any anyone that dominant at that height and um that's it's kind of the return of the big man in Idaho. <laughs> A lot of teams have some big athletic guys that are are pretty good and anytime uh AJ LeBeau got the ball he scored. So anytime he got it inside he scored. So he is pretty good, but denying him the ball which I I think Preston could do as well too. They have really good athletic guards and same with Pocatello with uh Hales and Bowie. Um it's going to be th- th- those are some good teams. There might be some grumbling that there's only one team that makes it, but whatever i (laughs)
0: i'm i'm so exhausted from the talk of it but it but it is it is it is the storyline again where century pocatello and preston i think all could go win district three i think they could all go win district four i think they could all go win district one two they're not winning District 6. That
1: That's Hillcrest. Yeah, and I think but tonight is Hillcrest-Preston. Maybe it's tonight. That will be an interesting game. Sometime this week, it's Hillcrest-Preston. I know that, and I'm pretty excited to see how that turns out.
0: Yeah, Hillcrest and Preston play Thursday night Yeah, at Hillcrest.
1: I, I think that will be a good barometer for the District 5 for a kind of – if Preston – see how Preston does against Hillcrest. And, um, yeah, he'll be good. You know, they get a spot. Yeah, they're they're going to compete hard. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. So Pocatello, uh, you mentioned the transfer from Burley. Gage Ontiveros uh, has come in. Julian Bowie, of course, is already committed to Boise State. Uh, Crew Hales is back on the perimeter. That was Pokey's problem last year was they didn't – they had the outside shooting, but if they went cold, it was tough for them to score. Um, Isaiah Harwell, especially with Century, a couple of times when Pokey played Century last year, basically shut down anything on the inside um i i remember i think i was talking to you about it sean where there was a game where pocatello tried to go inside on a couple of early possessions harwell had some swats then pokey was just like all right we're just going to keep it on the perimeter and uh yeah. take our chances and so um it's nice now that they have a guy with some size down low and onto veros that can, can maybe do some damage
1: yeah it's going to give joe green and that coaching staff a lot more you know just variety in what they can do offensively because even at state a couple of those state games for Pocatello they got cold and kept those games really close and it was tough and then it was very apparent against Hillcrest if you don't have someone large and in charge down there to match up with Davis you're 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 in for a rough night Uh, I I mean he's just good and man he's he's only he's only gonna get better right and we saw him last year and he was pretty dominant last year so I, I can't imagine the run he'll have this year
0: Yeah, and Preston, of course, Drew Jones is back, the son of head coach Tyler Jones, one of the best coaches in the state of Idaho for basketball. Uh, Preston lost some guys to graduation, right? Brecker Knapp and Rhett Larson especially down low, Um, and Gabe Hammonds, their top shooter from the outside. But uh, I'll tell you, I saw Preston's JV last year. They beat some varsity teams at the Preston Indians Classic. Like, they're just... They got guys coming up. They'll be just fine. Um, and, and all these guys have younger brothers. You know, Titan Knapp is making his way through the ranks for Preston. And so uh, Pre- Preston's going to be just fine. Um, and, and Century, too, because they've got great coaching with Ryan Frost. And I don't know. It'll be fun to watch those three. <laughs> Duke I, I mean, this league right now, Sean, District 5 is a combined 8-1. and one.
1: Yeah, and the Century lost to Middleton, but that was... I mean that was anyone's game. It was really close at the at the end. Middleton's Middleton I was ranked kind of low, I thought, in the in the rankings. I think that's a that's a good team. You you're gonna have to keep your eye out for in 5A. Um, but it yeah, it was interesting. Highland beat, and we're gonna talk about them. Highland beat Middleton but lost to Timberline, and then Century beat Timberline and lost the Middleton in that kind of that little switch there. But yeah, you look at Preston, they've they beat Burley. They beat Bishop Kelly sixty-five to forty. They beat Valley View eighty to thirty. Um, and then Preston Boys play Highland Boys tonight. So that that'll be another. That's why I, I like basketball. You just there's always a good game on. <laughs> always. There's, there's always there's always an intriguing matchup, even though it's only Tuesday, the start of the week. You're gonna get something good.
0: Always something good to watch for sure. Um, so yeah, District Five is as I said. Uh, they are eight and one. District three is three and thirteen <laughs> right now as a league. So I mean, it's just it's not even close. It, it's laughable at this point. Timberline, you mentioned AJ LeBeau for for fans in East Idaho that maybe don't know he's a seven footer that committed to Washington State. And so for for Century to beat him and Highland to to play close, uh, very impressive for both of those squads. Yeah, because
1: so he's he's not just tall. He's he's pretty athletic. He's Got a high basketball IQ. Um, Timberline is well coached. The, you know, it's just you, you've got it when there's when you don't have the height because, like you, you know, they say you can't coach height. You've got to have coaches, you know, that can go in and kind of scheme a way to deny the guy the ball because every time the guy got the ball, AJ, he he put it in the basket.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's let's finish up with five A, the High Country Conference. We talked about Hillcrest went down to that Corner Canyon tournament of champions and uh, went three and zero. madison also went down there they went zero and three they lost to fremont they lost to corner canyon and then they lost to timfew that Timview team that hillcrest blew out by by 30 plus i don't i don't think that really tells us much about madison i think they're still the favorite they were picked number one in the preseason coaches poll rigby was second thunder ridge was third highland was picked fourth I think this is going to be a fun league, night in, night out. I really do like Rigby. Kobe Jones is a dynamic scorer. Thunder Ridge has a great coach in Lee Tolson, and Highland's got a new coach in in a former outstanding player, one of the best players in, you know, certainly the city of Pocatello's history, but you know, Idaho history as well. And Matt Stukey.
1: Yeah, yeah, Matt. Uh, he's a you know he's a friend of the program. <laughs> he's a great coach. Played at ISU. Um, had a great career at isu and you know highland's got maybe the best overall player in that league in jaden wright i would i bet i would jaden jaden wright is he's really good he's a dynamic tall player he, he i think he, it gets lost of how tall he is he's a pretty tall guy and when i'm looking at that league i i i see him as maybe the best overall just all-around um player in that league and when you have the best player that can make uh, make things interesting. So I like, I like Jaden Wright out of Highland. Um, Madison is always good. Um, they, they, uh, you know, Madison Rigby went to state last year and did some damage. Um, Rigby is one of those teams that just always has a good basketball team. I, you know, you might not know anyone on that team, but the, they're always going to go out and play like they, you know, they don't have a, you know, the per se star, but they always out and compete, um, and Thunder Ridge they lost a lot of people but they're fast I've, I've got to see them play they're a, they're just like they're quick um, they're gonna play hard defense and Thunder Ridge is gonna be um, they lost some players but I, I think they're they're gonna be good just because you've got uh, you like you said I don't know if you said it, but they have Nick Potter is really good and they're just quick and they're gonna they're gonna make you work for your points
0: yeah uh thunder ridge is going to be an interesting team to watch as well one and a half bids to state out of this district they would have to play somebody from boise essentially the second place team that'd be a tough matchup so again you want to you want to win the district that's the uh, the theme of today's show is win the district yeah yeah Um,
1: yeah and yeah i just you know what'd you say we had it was madison rigby thunder ridge highland uh, I mean, man, I, you know, I, I think Highland is going to be is a little underrated there, but it'll be interesting to kind of see how that ends out. I think right now, just if you look at who comes back, Madison is probably, that makes sense to be number one. But um, I think Matt Suki will, will surprise a few people in, in that coaching role there. Um, well, not me, but maybe some people out there. But uh, that, that'll be good. I, like I said, I think Jaden Wright is going to be, a pretty impactful night he's like a 20 point kind of scorer guy a night so it'll be very fun to see what happens yeah well
0: somebody's got to finish fourth i mean just like in volleyball oh i know with this league right i mean yeah we we talked about it in volleyball where all of the teams you're so good and you know somebody's got to take last unfortunately uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun now that we're into the flow of the season we've got girls hoops boys hoops so much stuff to talk about week in week out and we will do it again for you next week sean as always thanks for the time we appreciate it
1: of course simp yeah. we've got a uh, i'm doing a century plays shelly tonight so boys basketball that so that will be will be a good matchup uh you know like you said uh shelly's coach um he helped out at century he was at shelly helped out at century a little bit he's kind of a, a good friend of uh, coach frost and they, but you know, Shelly always has a good team. So I'm excited to see that game tonight.
0: Always well coached by Jim Colson for sure. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in everybody to the East Idaho prep cast for Sean Kane. I'm Brandon Bainey, and we'll see you again next time on IdahoSports.com.